Good evening again. We are here in um, uh, wisdoms of my of my teachers. We are in Parsha Bishalach, and in this Parsha, we are trying to find the meaning of what is really talking to us in today's world with the message of this uh, of this Parsha. So we have today. Two beautiful girls uh, here in New- in New York. I'm here in Israel. One is Leah, and the other one is Madeline. Good evening. How are you? Good evening, Robinson. Good evening. How are you? Fine, fine. So, uh, okay. So, what we're going to do? This is a new uh, way of approaching the parsha. Um, who wants to give a little bit of the overview of Beshalach? And what is the meaning, you know, and then how we can incorporate it to today's life. The Rebbe used to say we should we should always find a message on each parsha that talks to us on our reality today. So who do, um, um, we have Leah, which want to say a little bit about the parsha, and then Madeline with okay. Well, I wanted to say that uh, in this parsha, I learned since I'm learning Zera Shimshon, uh, they're saying that um, it's all about Hashem Kitov Hazdo. That this pasuk is telling us Hashem Kitov. If you praise Hashem for the good that comes your way, then Kiliolam Hazdo, He will keep sending you more and more good, Leolam Eternity. So, so I was saying that. If we're going to keep on praising Hashem for whatever He's doing, even though we think that it's not the best, He is doing it for a reason and that we shouldn't lose hope and just keep on continuing to believe in Hashem. That's beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful said. So you, you, your um, explanation would be with your own words, what, what do you think uh, we can apply it in today's world, in today's, uh, in our, you know, in our reality, uh, when girls, you know, uh, right now we had um, Madeline telling us a little bit about her experience with uh, relationships in general. So I'm going to pass right now the, the, the voice to Madeline. Maybe she can uh, give us a little bit more about of her views about this okay Madeline go ahead okay um I think that uh, when you start a relationship um Mm -hmm. there's a lot that you have to offer to the table um Mm -hmm. you know on both sides um there's a lot Mm -hmm. of courting I think that goes on uh you know from the guy's side and uh beginnings are always um new uh exciting and if you ever you know remember uh, you know, your first time, uh, let's say, buying a, buying a car, the first day you're driving a car, or the first day you move into a house, it's always that new and excitement. Or uh, even going to Eretz Yisrael, the first time going to Eretz Yisrael, going to the Kotel, I still remember my first time. It's like, wow, it's exciting, you know, it's the first experience. How do we make it the best it could be? Um, and I think that, um, you know, after that kind of excitement wears off, is... Uh, is, is the question of how do you keep the excitement still going? 
Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times in relationships, what happens is that, uh, you know, at, at some point, you know, one party, maybe the excitement a little bit wear it off from them faster than the other. And, um, you know, it's a little bit hard to express the relationship and uh, kind of, you know, remember that, you know, still that they have to be in this relationship. Mm-hmm. And so, so you're saying um, men today, you know, they they want to be the conquerors. They like to conquer the, you know, the the the, the possible uh, relationship to get to a more uh, serious uh, commitment. Uh, those whatever twenty days, thirty days, or even ninety days to say three months are like uh, very much encouraging and a, you know, you feel the butterflies and everything. And then what happens? Do you think it's only on his side that he starts to say, well, now what's next? Uh, I like to conquer the, you know, uh, the girl that I like, but then once I have her, then I don't know if I want to get into the next step. Is this what you're saying? I think so. It's a little bit as that you get into your your comfort zone in the relationship, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you figure you know you're you're already satisfied at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how much more satisfied do I need to be necessarily? Um, you know, this is what the guy thinks, mm-hmm. and. That's it. When it when it gets time to get serious and get to the next step, is where you know they say, you know, I'm out. I don't want to do this yet. They don't want to do it, but because do you think is it, it is because they really one thing is to really understand, uh, you know especially in an observant uh, type of, uh, of world, you know, that Shomer Shabbat and, you know, Shomer Mitzvahs, that there are many uh, people that still didn't understand why <laughs> the first commandment is prove rule number one, and number two, apart from being the most important commandment, uh, why is it so difficult? for men to commit um, I think, any, any input? I think I'm yes, sorry to interrupt, but I, I just, I just wanted to add on to Madeline. Madeline said, and you were right on the, you were right on point, but also has to do with men, guys, they have commitment issues. When they see that everything is going well and the relationship is like amazing and upbeat, they, they're not, you know, they want to see something negative. You know what I feel? This is what I feel. I feel like they, I think it's just too, it's too good to be true for them. They're like, oh, why is everything going so good? Why is, you know, something, something has to be bad. So they, so they, so they look out for something bad, always something for the, for the negative. And then when they get the negative, they're like, you know what? I'm going to get something better and better and better. And they just can't, you know, they don't want to be with the one that made them happy. And when they find something negative, they want to go to something next and then see like, oh, maybe the next one will not give me any, uh, you know, negatives and whatever. You know what I mean? They always want something better. That's what I feel. Mm -hmm. 
So uh, it's very, I mean, th this is a reality that is happening constantly. Uh, what do you think, girls, would be a way to wake up these guys that are, you know, trying it out out there to make a commitment? What, what, what do you think is lacking here? I mean, how can we solve a situation like that? Because, I mean, it's, it's a worldwide situation. You know, there's a, a, a outnumbered, uh, outnumbered girls that are looking for settling down to, you know, and it's not the same case on, on the guy's side. The guys uh, uh, want to, do you think there's a lack of, understanding what is their role as man in a Torah uh, reality? What, what would you think? Of, what do you think about this? That's a, that's a great question. Um, I think that, I think for guys, I think honestly, it just has to be a day that they kind of just wake up themselves and realize, you know, kind of like a have in aha moment, they call it, where it's kind of like where they, I don't know, they, you know, based on their experiences, they come to a point at some point that they say, oh, wow, you know, like, let's, let's reflect, like, what, what did I do right in my relationships? What was something that I, you know, should have actually improved myself on? Um, I think that's just, you know, I don't, I'm not one to, you know, tell guys to change overnight type of thing. I think it's just, they have to just you know, live their experiences and the real you mm -hmm. know, I think some of them realize faster than the other. Um, but I have, you know, heard uh, dating experts talk about this and they said that, you know, sometimes when guys reach a certain point is when they finally kind of wake up, so to speak. And they realize, right. that. I think that, right. you know, you could give them, you know, as much education, you can give them as much coaching. Um, but I think it's up to the man itself to, um, you know, to want to so accept that. You're saying it, it's a, it's a, like, like in kindergarten, a, a moment of readiness, readiness to start reading, readiness to feel that moment of, okay, uh, mom and dad are doing their life and I'm here I am on my own and I have to make decisions. My friends are getting married and I'm kind of like staying behind. And, you know, I mean, guys think that they have all the time in the world and in a way they do because there's more girls than guys, right? That's a reality. It's been a reality for a long time. Uh, but that's one part, like you say, it has to, it has to click. It's like, uh, you know, it's like the old-fashioned phones that you put a, you put on a quarter, and it, you wouldn't get the call until the until the, you know, until the quarter uh, went down, which means they caught it, and then there was this conversation. So we're seeing that guys are. Uh, are not the same guys that our parents, our fathers were, because there was a sense of uh, of really enjoying the moment of courting a woman or, or the one they love. There was 
more it was more reality of of seeing a woman for her beauty uh inside and out and and, and taking it seriously but that's because also there were war times and men had to go to war do you think that one of the things that my uh, uh, madeline said that because they're so comfortable they are not feeling that that moment of hey i better start my life you know i better i better uh start living because really a man is not complete until he is married right mm. right yeah so uh okay leah so let's see what 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 do you have uh, what is your intake and all this uh so far i mean what you guys have been saying it's all true um and i agree with you 100% uh, it's just it's really sad it's really sad uh even during these uh, troubled times that guys don't see that this is a wake up call from Hashem. you know like times you know times are times have changed and uh they should really get their acts together and when they see something good they should really stick on to it and work hard to pursue it and not give up when when there's so to speak a red flag comes you know comes their way but they should really look at it from Hashem and be like you know what Hashem thank you so much for giving me such such an amazing girl or vice versa a guy and if there's something like there that you might not like or they might not like just work up you know like work on it if, you know like if 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 you guys see that there's a potential and see that things could work don't give up keep continuing always dive and like i always say in all of my podcast talks with you to not lose imuna and bitachon because honestly these are the times that hashem is really testing us testing our conscience testing our patience our 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 imuna so just keep on going and you know what if the guy leaves farewell you know what i mean He will just like Madeline right. said, aha moment. Right. One day he's going to wake up and be like, "Oh my gosh, like you know what? I had this amazing girl. I didn't stick up. I didn't work hard for it and look, now she's gone. What can I do?" No, darling, honey, your train has passed. Next time, don't lose some, you know, they say uh something about when you are when you're looking for diamonds and you end up finding, you know what I mean? you know that's right rubbish that's right. so therefore like if when you when you when you find a diamond hold on to it why because it's rare it's unique and you and you want to wear it all the time so therefore guys mm-hmm. girls mm-hmm. my my wish to all of you is that when hashem sends you someone or something keep on you know hold it to dear heart work on it know that everyone comes to your life for a reason and maybe this reason is for you to obviously tie the knot and just continue your life and you know don't be scared that's commitment is not a bad thing guys it, it, it's a com- it's a completion, it's a completion uh, you know completion you. that's uh, this is you know what, what you know what as they say peruvu th- this is for the guys you know what i mean we're just helping you If you have a helpmate, say thank you and just take it. You know what I mean? We're not we th- this this isn't for us. This is for you. We're just helping you. That's all. <laughs> I don't know why they're getting scared. <laughs> they're not the ones that are going to hold a kid for nine months. 
<laughs> exactly. Okay, great. So we have five more minutes. Let's wrap it all up. So how is it, how does the, the Parsha relate to this, uh, you know, beautiful uh, understanding of the role of the woman versus the role of a man that has to still be growing? What, what, what is the last... Uh, you know, last the lines that you want to say to add to this program? Um, I think this part shows about the also splitting, um, if I recall. And uh, I can't think of a better a way to, um, you know, compare, as they say, you know, making Hashem Yikshidukhim, like splitting the sea, it's as difficult um, as a process. And I think that, you know, the more uh, I'm in this process is I realize that um, you really need Hashem's 100% hope in this. Totally, um, totally. You know, you, can't, you definitely can't do this alone. And I think that we have to remember that, uh, you know, Hashem is always here helping us in the process. Uh, maybe we don't see it, you know, right away. It'll take a time to realize it, but you will realize it one day. Um, when that comes and um, yeah I think that uh, you know you just keep doing what you're doing like Leo said have your emunah and pitachon and uh, I think that uh, this process really um, it's, our emunah and pitachon is really needed for this um, because if it's not for that then uh, you know I think that you know people today wouldn't be getting married I think people today wouldn't be you know, in this process. And I think that the only thing that keeps you going is having the moon and pitachon and, you know, just kind of saying, you know, Hashem has a plan, let go, let him run the show. Um, and the more that you remember that, the more that you hang on to that. Um, and if you remember in other times in your life where you wanted something and Hashem gave it to you one day, uh, and compare that to that and just remember that uh, everything has its time and purpose and reason. That's yeah, right. Definitely. There's time, yeah. That, that's very wise that you say. Like, like King Shlomo would say, "There's times for everything." Right. right? So there's and, times for everything. Mm -hmm. Right, right. And I think that um, you know, at the end of the day, I also say, um, man and woman are different. Um, as much as you want to try to understand how a man works, you won't because you're not a man. Um, right. So, you right. know, issues of commitment or issues of, you know, taking it to the next level. Um, at the end of the day, you're not a man, so you don't know exactly how his, um, you know, brain works. And um, you have to just also remember that, that, you know, they don't always know 100% how a woman's mind works. And men, I mean, women don't also know 100% how the men's brain works. And I think that it's that little, you know, mystery of how it works is kind of the fascinating fascinating part of how you know Hashem puts us, us together is that we're both you know we take you know without Hashem 120 years to learn exactly you know how Hashem created us differently but still you know right. unique as one right you know they, they, there's a rabbi here in Israel that says that it today in today's generation before it was the man looking for the woman and today he's asking that the women have to pursue the man. And we one says, why? Because men don't have it clear. They don't have it clear what has to be done. 
So he's encouraging the women to go and find their man. So, I mean, this is something a little bit revolutionary, uh, but it times change, right? Yeah. And so we have to have that into consideration. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. Okay, Leah, last, last, um, we have uh, five minutes. So how you want to uh, let us know how this relates to the Parsha? So our, I'm going to say, is, just mm-hmm. like how I said about this Parsha, Hold Allah Hashem Kitob, Kili Alam Hazdu. So give thanks to Hashem when He grants the first kindness, and then we will merit His continued kindness for all eternity. Right? So I think that's, that's beautiful. beautiful. That's so beautiful. That's beautiful. Okay, so, you know, if you keep on liking our uh, program, po- podcast, please write to us. And if you want to be part of it, please, uh, you know, we're interviewing uh, anyone that has a story that can enhance how we can really improve our, you know, our, our lives as uh Jewish women in a Jewish community and anyone that needs a little bit of uh, help, we're here to hear your story and to maybe, you know, relate it to the Parsha. And so, okay, we're going to say, everybody, thank you very much and that you should have a Shabbat Shalom, a meaningful Shabbat. Uh, And yeah, tomorrow is, anyone wants to say... Tomorrow is Erev Tubishvat. So, who wants to say a little bit, just a one line or two? We have a couple of minutes. What is what is the symbol or the meaning of this holiday? I guess I'll I'll say something. Um, So, Tubishvat. Is known to be the birthday of the trees, and uh, there are many comparisons in the Torah that we see. Um, you know that man is compared to like a tree. Um, so if you think about why that is, um, you know one reason could be is that um, you know when uh, when you do something and you accomplish it, um, you get to see the fruits of your labor. So a tree, you know, for, let's say, a fruit tree, for a couple of years, you know, the fruits don't come out yet. It takes, uh, you know, a couple of years, you know, to see the really the fruits of the labor. Something and like three years or something? I believe so. I believe the orange tree, I think, is about three years. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that, um, you know, this is a, this is a holiday um, that they even say that um, it's also a, a big day for... Uh, praying for Shidduchim, um, you know, that, you know, besides Tuba, uh, this is, they say, Tubishvat, you know, uh, I just heard this recently, it was very interesting, um, is a day uh, also uh, with the big Sagula for Shidduchim, and um, I think that, um, you know, we have Hashem's uh, beauty in the world, and, um, you know, they say, um, you know, one of the questions, you know, when you get up to, you know, Shemayim is, Hashem's going to ask you, did you see my beautiful world? So, oh. you know, that means also, you know, going outside and, you know, seeing his nature. I think it's a day that, you know, you appreciate 
nature you appreciate uh what nature can give you um and you use that to even um you know elevate your relationship with Hashem beautiful, beautiful Madeline beautiful words thank you very much Leah thank you, thank you for having me thank you so no, much thank you was- and please uh you know we will be continuing the this Parsha, wisdom of our teachers, and uh, anyone that wants to be part of it, we would love to hear more of your stories, okay? All right. Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you. you, Leah. Thank you, Madeline. And we'll see you ne- next week. All Thank right. you very Thank much. You. Thank you. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom, everybody. Thank you.